other people would as me. Welcome back, and uh, thank you so much, guys, for suggesting this. I'm sorry I haven't been here for for a while, but um, I'm here. I'm back now. I just had to do all that stuff, and um, yeah, no, we've done it. And uh, today I'm going to be talking about Jet. Now, Jet was the teenage leader of a group of refugee of Kingdom children who called themselves the Freedom Fighters. Now, let me just say this straight away. I don't like Jet. Jet was, well, Jet is one of my least favorite characters in the Avatar universe. Um, I just don't like him, even though, the, like, even like the creators like try to give him a sort of a redemption arc, but like. It's the, like in the end of the day, I I, I, I just honestly still hate him. When Jet, I mean, like, some of you like, you might love him, and I, I appreciate that. That's that's cool. You do you in the end of the day. That's your opinion. But I don't like him. So I just I just don't think he's like a good person. And, uh, yeah, that's really it. That's what I really gotta say. So like, onto the thing. First of all. Thank you for Avatar Wiki. I'm always gonna be like be saying thank you to Avatar Wiki in all my episodes. But thank you for Avatar Wiki for um, allowing me the access of um using, you know, the character page to talk about jets. Um yeah. Obviously guys I'm just basically gonna sum up the whole thing because it's like you may not have time to just read it all and you know, I appreciate that. You got other things to do. So yeah, if you haven't already, just check out the Avatar Wiki. It's a really good place. I've got, like, I have like, a couple of like, good, good mates down there. They're pretty good. I can lie. So yeah, onto on, onto the onto the episode. Yeah, and let's just do it there. Onto the episode. When Jet was only eight years old, he witnessed his parents' deaths at the hands of the Fire Nation soldiers known as the Rough Rhinos, and everybody hates the Rough Rhinos. Because they're just a bunch of guys that are just so annoying. Jack grew up to be a hook source of golden vigilante, possessing a, possessing a burning hatred for the Fire Nation and goes extreme lengths to exact his revenge, even to the point of endangering innocent lives in a raid of a small Fire Nation occupied Earth Kingdom town. And obviously, this is where most people hate Jet. They hate Jet for. Primarily that reason, and um, I'm I'm into that category. Why would you risk risk like Earth Kingdom, like your own like your, like your own people, your own people, just uh, just against a couple of Fire Nation soldiers? In the end, you'd be killing your own people just to get rid of a few Fire Nation soldiers. Like, it it don't make no sense. It don't make no sense at all. It disbanded the Freedom Fighters after an encounter with Team Avatar, together with Longshot and Smilliby, decided to start a new life in Barting Sea. I've already done, uh, I've already done Longshot. Um, I don't think I'll do Smilliby because I need to do like things that people have asked me to do, and of course, like, you know, obviously, I don't, I don't mind whichever character I like to do. I like to do spawn characters because obviously I don't have enough time to cover all the main characters. And um, I also I just like learning more about more characters. I find them much more interesting than mains because we already like a bunch about them. And I feel like the spin characters obviously don't get 
appreciated enough, and that's obviously one of the small characters because the real appreciated enough for the big character, main character, you know? Yeah. When he tried to expose Prince Zuko and Iroh as firebenders, finally in arrested him and brainwashed him into submission. He second accounts with Team Athos. The Avatar and his friends wore the truth of Dylee suggests, and he helped them fight Appa by leading them to Lake Lowlight, Dylee headquarters. There, Jeff was fatally wounded by Long Feng and overca- overcame the hypnosis placed upon him, and he uh, died due to injuries. Jet's early young Jet held a deep seated grudge against the Fire Nation because by attack by the Rough Rhinos, who are obviously Fire Nation. They killed his parents and burned his village to the ground. From that day on, he was a spy to the Fire Nation and dedicated his life to stop them in any way he could, even at the cost of innocent lives. Over the years, Jet forms a ragtag group of young Earthlings and refugees who had been displaced by the Fire Nation and called themselves the Freedom Fighters. He and his group spent the years antagonizing the soldiers and immigrants of the outskirts of the Gay Living in the forest tree houses, waiting to liberate the forest of the Fire Nation present, he formulated a plan to destroy a dam, flooding the occupied town, and obviously he did it for um personal gain. It it was it was really for personal gain. Because he wanted to bring himself to them of the Fire Nation but not really you know not really for like other people. You know what I mean? So, one day, freedom fighters were waiting for a distraction, and of course, they came across Team Avatar. Team Avatar, they basically distracted the Fire Nation soldiers so that the freedom fighters could swoop in and and basically take their blasting jetty and uh, jetty candy, which is really good. And uh, Jet called great scores and advised the, his group not to get too mixed up. Obviously, because if they got mixed up, well, they would be eating blasted jelly, and also his plan wouldn't work. He invited Hang Sok and Katara to dinner at his treehouse. At dinner, Jet gave Kumas a account of the battle to his followers, while Hang Katara quickly grew to like the freedom fighter. Sokka's dislike and distrust of Jet worsened, but obviously, um, Really, I'm glad that so- Sokka just went with this guy, and in the end, he was right. And, um, I mean, as I said, like, Avatar has a lot of life lessons in it, and it really shows that you know, sometimes you just go go with the guy, and if, if you don't like someone straight away, well, maybe, maybe, maybe you, you know, maybe you just don't trust them, unless they show that they deserve to be trusted. Then you do, then maybe like you should think about it, you know what I mean? <laughs> then you know what I mean? Bro, I'm so. But I feel like a pig, I mean, okay, carry it on. But by the way, there's some people are listening to this is episode the same. I've the driest was ever. But anyway, carry on because you do not want to hear complain. So you guys, if like the mic is like a bit weird because I've got like a new mic. It's basically like these earphones, my uh, I really like it, so sometimes it might be everything, or my voice might be not be sounding good, or my voice like might be sound croaky or anything. That's because I recently got cold, 
it was just horrible. That's why I, I left the wiki because I was feeling so down. Well, I left the wiki for a bit. You know what I mean? The following morning, Jess invited Team Avatar to stay with him and help liberate the valley. Katara and Aang wanted to stay, but however, Sokka insisted they should continue to the North Pole. She invited Sokka. Sokka in the scouting commission to which Sokka reluctantly agreed. Sokka, Jet, Pipsqueak, and Smellaby waited in the trees alongside a road. Eventually, an old fire nation civilian came walking towards the village. Jet and fi- fighters ambushed a man while Sokka watched in shock. Jet cru- cruelly interrogated the old man and wanted to hurt him when Sokka stopped him. He objected to the poor treatment of harmless civilians, but Jet said it must be done. The freedom fighters robbed the old man and left. So reluctantly going with him. And this later helps Sokka about I mean see about that. Of course Sokka snitched on Jet. Jet pointed out and Katara that the old man was fine Asian and built a poison knife that the man the old man had supposedly had on him. Well Sokka remained convinced that Jet was a thug. Katara and Ang were convinced by him and decided to stay. But of course, the poisoned knife was fake. At night, Jet and the Freedom Fighters go down to the dam to plant their to plant their uh, their jelly. In the morning, Jet, Mitt, and Katara, who did not know about the plan to destroy the dam. He apologised for Sokka's behaviour, but Jet told them that he already apologised and was on a mission to help the freedom fighters, while actually Sokka was trapped by them. Jet convinced the two of them that the Fire Nation were planning to burn down the forest and he needed their help. He took Aang and Tara to the river and, he, and told them to use their water bending on, on the underground geysers to flood the river. He left to help the others set up the blasting jelly on the dam. Aang and Katara finished their task earlier than expected and went to find Jet. When they got to the cliff, they discovered Jet's plan to destroy the dam. Aang was about to go to stop him, but Jet spooked out the street and stole Aang's glider. A following fight ensued. Jet Katara eventually calls him off course and throws him in ice. Jet whistled a signal signal well, Aang Katara watched helplessly as the dam was destroyed and the gaping was flooded. Katara angrily accused Jet of last murder, but Jet silently told him that sacrifices were necessary to ensure the safety of the valley. Suddenly, Sokka flew in and revealed that he had gotten away and warned the villagers of Jet's attack, and they were always safe. Jet angrily told Sokka it was a traitor, but Sokka calmly replied that Jet was a traitor for not protecting innocent people. Jet made one last plea to Katara and she coldly said goodbye. The group flew off, leaving Jet frozen and defeated. Jet eventually felt remorse for his actions, and he and the two remaining Freeman fighters, one shot at Spellaby, travelled to Barson State on a very pretty new start in life. Across the way, they met Zuko and Iroh. While they were on the boat, he overheard Zuko complaining about the disgusting food. He offered to help Zuko steal better food from the captain who ate like a king. Zuko and the, uh, the freedom fighters successfully took the captain's food supply and gave it up to passengers. Jet admitted that Zuko and Ira 
that he did terrible things in his past that he was not proud of. But he and his freedom fighters were going to Boston City to make amends and get a second chance. Arico went to police had done his decision, believing that people deserved second chances and could change their lives if they wanted. It leads court to Cologne, telling him that when he first saw his guy, he realised that he was an outcast like himself. Just said that they should watch out for this site. Watch out for each other, and he invited Duco to join the, the Freedom Fighters. Zuko, Zuko turned down this offer as he wanted to stay with Iro to make sure that you know the teacher went to Japan and they, they did pretty good. When uh, Iro Jet found out Zuko and Iro's secret, when Iro was offered a cold tea and Seconds later, it was nice and warm. Jets then realized that they were firebenders. Jets then went around basking, say, stalking Duke and Iroh and, and wanted to you know, find out their secrets. Then Jet found out uh, Zuko and Iroh's tea shop and fighting shoes. Zaili arrived to defuse the situation and Jet again accused Zuko and Iroh of being Fire Nation. All witnesses claim that Zuko and Iroh were assaulted without provocation. A struggling Jet was arrested by Zaili and taken to the secret location in Basting Say, later revealed to be their secret headquarters under Lake Laogai. He was subjected to an Earth Kingdom brainwashing technique designed to make him forget about the war. There is no war in Basting Say. Sometime after being brainwashed, he found Katara putting up posters when the group was looking for information on Appa and offered to help. Katara did not believe him at first and attacked. He briefly defended himself before throwing his swords down and claiming that he simply wanted to help. He had heard overheard he had overheard the talk about Appa being kept in a city storeroom and led the gang there. His his story was seemingly confirmed on the the gang found a clump of Appa's fur on the premises, and the old janitor claimed that had been there'd been a, a might bison had been moved before just a day before before, before to a distant island. However, when the went outside, they were and Smelby, he were relieved to see Jet. However, they questioned him about his capture by Zali. He claimed that it can it, it never happened, and confused when Smelby insisted it. So assessment told them that Jet and Melody were both saying the truth, which obviously, obviously, like, if you believe something and you're, and you're believing that you're saying the truth, obviously it's going to show up when you're saying the truth. And obviously that's what. So I realised that the only explanation was that Jet has been brainwashed and used in the pot by the Dali to quickly draw the Dali Avatar and his friends away from Barsing Say, which obviously did not work because the Avatar gang, the gang, wanted wanted to find Apple and obviously they found evidence to prove that Apple was still in Barsing Say. The gang went to uh, the gang and the Freedom Fighters went down to Lake Laogai and they tried to find tried to find uh, Apple the, you know Apple. However they came across from Frank Long Fang used a new trap against Aang. It's because verbal trigger works in Jet's brainwashing that made Jet hide and attempt to kill Aang. 
After a few minutes of frantically dodging Jet's attacks, Han managed to remind Jet of his past freedom fighters and bring him back to his senses. Jet regains his senses and attacks Long Feng, who is judged and retaliated with a fatal blow. Katara checks his injuries and says that was not too good. So when he told them to leave and fight Appa, they refused to leave him, but Long spoke up, saying that they would stay with him since they would stay with Lisa, saying the only words, saying the only sentence, let me just correct myself, he ever said, in the whole series, a well done long shot, um, I recently did a, uh, not recently, have done a, you know, uh, you know, an episode of long shot, so go check it out if you haven't already, Jin says to Katara that he'll be alright, but Toph says that he was lying, so when he remains with Jet's side, crying, while well, not sure in the entrance of the room, ready to prevent any more attacks, Jet subsequently died from his from his serious internal injuries, which honestly they should have made more clear. Like, bro, I didn't even know like, if Jet survived or not. Like, I was like, you're giving just indignant signals here. It's onto Jet's legacy. Moments after his death in the sum of 100 AG, Zuko and Katara went on a mission to find the man that can killed Katara's mother. With Katara clearly intent on getting revenge, and recognized her rage and remarked that she was acting like Jet. Katara obviously denied this, claiming that it was different because she was out to get a monster, while Jet was out to kill innocents. She even had not forgotten his crimes despite his heroic death, suggesting that there were, may have been parts of her that were still angry with Jet for his past actions, which is honestly absolutely understandable. Absolutely understandable. Uh-huh. Jet was later featured in a character that played by team attended entitled The Boy in the Iceberg, The Ember Islands Players. Zuko, more than anyone else, was shocked that he saw the team which died by a prop boulder falling on him, asking him if he had actually died. Surprised, it was really unclear. Which, you know, obviously the craziest added that because it was pretty much unclear that Jet was Zed. Onto Jet's personality. Mm. Now, obviously, uh, Jet was marked by his pathological hatred of the Fine Nation. To him, all citizens of the Fine Nation were guilty, regardless of who were involved in the war or not. Jet seemed to possess a high opinion of his free fighters. Effect, freedom fighters' effects on the war convinced that they that they were serious and Fine Nations were setting assassins after him. This seemed to blind him that the fact that when compared to a group of war his his group acts of warfare and terrorism were relatively small and the fine the fine nation I guess they just saw him as a little pesky like fly, like you know when flies go around your room and they make it sound they're annoying but like like you just have to deal with it for a bit and they're gone, like you know what I mean? He was obsessive and paranoid about Fire Nation. He was convinced that Fire Nation were trying to assassinate and silence him. He became obsessed with exposing Zuko and Iris firebenders, eventually attacking them, and he was unable to come across concrete evidence, despite having these horrible traits. He was recognized by his charisma 
and he was tawny, magnetic, and he had a funny personality. He was he was sympathetic to people who were desperate or who had suffered at the hand of a fine nation. This drew many people into his group of freedom fighters and secured their loyalty in him. In return, he showed loyalty to them. Jet has had a good sense of swordsmanship. He could use knives and and could throw dots. His primary weapon of choice was a set of twin tiger swords. And he was he was able to master the skill. He had a good sense of stealth, leadership, and he was a very capable um, unarmed fighter. Which you know, it may not sound like oh, unarmed like you need a weapon for stuff. But he was a very good unarmed fighter. Like you can fight, bro. You know, it, it was it was pretty good. So. It was, it was pretty good, like, pretty good. I, I have, I have, I have a couple of trivia, you know, at the ends, that, you know, I had selected. So, Jet was the first person, uh, guitarist didn't have a crush on. According to Avatar's Extra, Jet was the first boy Katara kissed. However, this was actually never shown on screen. In the book, the draw, Avatar, The Lost Airbender, Jet was to the green and orange clothing, and the blue and red theme on his show counterparts before he shows that he has other other clothes. Yo. Listen. Including Toy's death in the Siege of the North Part 2 and Aang's fatal injury sustained in the crossroad of destiny from which when they were both resurrected shortly thereafter uh Two, I think, is the um, is is, is the way um, is the way um, what's it called? Fish, you know, like the moon spirit. Yeah, from which they were both resurrected shortly after. Jet was in the fourth, was the fourth of eight characters to have observed dying or being murdered from the original series. And if one watch the these were to the the moon spirit Yue to sacrifice herself for the moon spirit Chin. I don't know who that is. Aang, Roku, Fang, because Roku and Fang died together, and Aang was killed by Zuda, but came back to life with the Combustion Man. He was obviously killed. I want to find out who Chin is. Like, honestly, personally, I just don't like. Oh, Chin, Chin the Conqueror, who was killed by Kyoshi. Yes, honestly, not a nice guy, but whatever. Like, had to deal with it. Okay, thank you so much, guys, for just like listening. But I'm not done yet. No, 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 no. Basically, I'm just going to read a little extract from uh, Reconnecting with Shin. Because I need money. No, I'm joking. Okay, don't cry. <coughs> Zuko, okay, let me do it. Zuko walked down. Guys, tell me if you, if you want anything to change. Zuko walked down the lower thing of the Boston Sea, looking around. He was, he was on the upper thing. To visit his uncle Iroh. He was hoping to see someone there. His guards were taking him. That was the price to pay when you're the ruler of the Fire Nation. He looked at all the pe- people walking down the street, staring at him. Zuko sighed. He had someone say, Lee? He decided to roar. It's probably someone reconnecting with the old friend. Lee! The voice became more urgent, familiar. 
so you could turn to his left and saw Jed staring right at him. So he was the one connecting with an old friend. Well, kind of a friend. Hello, Suku said calmly, waving at her. Lee! Jim rushed and embraced him. Suku could hear the guards approach him. Stand out. She's a friend, he ordered. Jim looked at him confused, but didn't say anything about it. Jim, how's it been? Is everything alright? Suku asked. He stared into her dark olive green eyes and remembered the moment of the fountain. Mmm. <laughs> From She nodded. Yeah. He let go and looked at the guards and back at him. So, what is this? The, guard, the guards and the fighting heroes. Are you the fighters or something? Jim remarks. Yes. Her eyes widened. Zuko took a step back. Maybe Jin hated her. Which is un- understandable after all. Finally, Jin tortured the Earth Kingdom. I'm sorry, Jin, if I disappointed you. He reached out for her, trying to look inside. He didn't want to stand against me. That is it, guys. Hat, oh, okay, XD, thank you for being staying here even after like 25 minutes. I do appreciate that. Thank you so much, guys. Have a good day, night, whatever. Love you guys. Love all of you. Have a, like, be who you are. Be who you are. Okay, bye.